0: it's a week late but we're here guys Alex Patrick how are you good thank you good good so I put up I've learned my lessons about this time last week I put up a tweet saying we're going to be recording in two hours time and of course for reasons <laughs> it didn't quite happen did it, it didn't quite happen and mostly <laughs> Alex you have had a rough run of it haven't you
1: yeah it was out of my control as well To uh, yeah it, it was one of those things right we we can't plan around um accidents and we had a bit of an issue here in the studio. Nothing too serious. Well, it is serious, but well, it's nothing. It's, nice.
0: so for people who didn't see it on Twitter, just explain what went on.
1: it this way: I've got buckets still in, in the studio. <laughs> because if it rains, at the moment, I have no roof. And it's not like it's, it's not a convertible studio. Uh, <laughs> but it's, There's no roofing on, on top of the, of the concrete. So any water comes straight down to, to the studio. So the carpet mm. is ruined yeah, it, long story short, uh, the whole thing, which I had re- redecorated recently, it's going to have to be redone again. So more disruption. Oh. Uh, it's just,
0: um, it's been a couple of weeks of nightmare. Yeah. And water and electronics don't really mix very well, do they? And of course, you, has mm-hmm. hasn't exactly been straightforward, mm-hmm. is it Patrick? Yeah. Software updates, but nothing to do with the studio kind of did for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, I shared that on Twitter too. My, my, um, BMW decided to roll out a uh, an over-the-air update of the car, which I don't understand how they can think of doing that. Because mo- even most phones require you to, to be plugged in, right? So that nothing mm. can happen. BMW thought it was would be fine to uh, do it over your phone, my phone in this case. So um, any kind of disruption in the connection and your update fails. Oof. And... Um, this is what happened. So my car just doesn't start. I uh, can't do anything. Uh, <laughs> well, BMW man. guy came over. He couldn't do anything. He had this little laptop with him, so they ended up towing it. And it's now at the dealership waiting to be uh, hopefully revived.
0: Uh, and all you got so far is a bunch of flowers. Lovely. Yeah, I love got flowers. Yeah. It, BMW <laughs> apologizing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're sorry. How, long are, you without how long are you without it for? Do you know? Uh, two days now. Uh. Such a pain. See? Yeah, by, I've been lucky. I, I haven't had any major incidents, I don't think. I haven't had any floods. I have my car has been bricked, so I'm gonna like just sit back and think, thank my lucky stars. Everything's been all right. So yeah as I said, we, we are kind of a a week late, a week <clears> late later <throat> than we initially planned. And since we did a podcast last WWDC has been announced. I know we're not gonna go too much because it's sort of old news-ish now, but do you think it's gonna happen? Will we get the headset? Where are you guys thinking? Go on, I think Patrick.
2: we might. The question is probably, do we care?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do. It's I'm well making videos about them at the moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did a video of, uh, a
2: while back when I when I thought it was coming out, and, uh, and the interest was
0: so it was extremely low. People just don't care. It mm. seems. Yeah, there was all. The, I yeah. did a, a short yesterday. There was all these facts and figures saying that AR just isn't catching on generally. Nothing to do with Apple. The way people had thought. And particularly yeah. now, then bringing out a headset that's, you know, almost twice as expensive as Meta's. It's like, mm, yeah. right product, wrong time. I have also, yeah. I've a couple of thoughts on that, right? One is,
1: if not now, then when? Because mm-hmm. they have to get in this, in this thing, right? It's not going away. It's, it's going to become a, a thing at some point. Uh, the yeah. other one is, I think as Patrick has alluded to, you know, what will what people be using for? Which, when you think about it, if anyone can do it, properly and revolutionize anything is apple so um there's yeah. there's a bit of hope and maybe overly positive on my on my side to kind of think you know google tried in 2015 i think and failed because of concerns around privacy mm-hmm. so if any, if anyone can do this properly is, is apple um, hmm. but it does feel to me like come on guys you got to get on get on it because we need you know the first version will be crap probably and there's that, that whole two, three years of evolution that, that needs to come afterwards.
0: Yeah, I imagine
2: it. You do to have time. a good point, though. It's, uh, uh, it's uh, sorry, I think there's yeah, a, no. a little delay. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say you have a good point because I, usually I say usually when Apple adopts something and they decide to finally go for it, it does mean that they have faith in the fact that the, um, the technology has matured enough to do it because they, they yeah. they're not pioneers. They usually jump on it when it's ready so good followers yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so let's see let's see what it is i i, th- I saw marquez testing uh one of the uh, ar glasses i don't remember which one and you know everything seemed like a gimmick except the one thing where he actually had three um ar displays so you it looked mm-hmm. like you have oh, three saw, yeah. massive displays if that really looks uh you know realistic i could see myself using that maybe Mm. Um, yeah. but then again when I'm at the office you probably you don't need the strain on your eyes etc so you probably end up using your, your regular setup anyway after a little after the new toyness wears off yeah. would
0: either of you guys buy no, it? exactly
1: I'd have to yeah what's, what's That's for, for mainly for, for for the channel but then then it becomes okay. like the watch right if, if if something I like I'll probably keep it but mm.
0: I'll definitely buy it for for, for the channel initially yeah Because I imagine if we do see it at WWDC, it's just going to be a show, isn't it? And reveal it won't actually be available probably end of the year, I guess, because they need to get developers on side with it, don't they?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, I don't
0: know. Uh, I I don't know. know, I I read
1: this book um, ages ago. It's a book called, I think it's called Damon and there's two or three chapters of it. So three books. And in there, I mean, this is like 10 years ago, if not more, but it, it was so real because like, it was about getting notifications on your glasses. It was almost merging what you get in games, for example. Now you can you can look at somebody and if they're like your bank, for example, they'll see your credit or see your you know stats or mm. whatever. A bit, a bit creepy, but I can see mm. lots of opportunities for it to be used for right? my, my calendar notifications to pop up and kind of out of the way so I'm not constantly holding something or looking down at something, right? It's just kind of discreet on, on the side. I can see how it could really work and, and be elegant, but that's a, yeah, that's I think dream we, at the moment. You know,
0: I think, uh, I think the augmented you know version channel, has got more uh, than virtual. Uh, I think that's more more chance with the, the augmented side of things. Hmm. Yeah, Patrick. Yeah, yeah Patrick, so. you're, you're
2: a Yeah, I think the, the two two second delay is uh, is making us talk over <laughs> each other. <laughs> sorry, sorry to the listeners. Um, I was going to say, that, you know, this channel, uh, Nickias Molina, right? Uh, he does. Mainly Apple stuff, if not only Apple stuff. Yeah, and he he's been doing this thing in his latest videos where he has these little uh, pop-ups of uh, you know his calendar messages and whatnot. He's basically displaying whatever his watch or his phone is uh, is telling him, and um, yeah. that's how I imagine it could be useful. You know, having these AR glasses, uh, like Alex was saying earlier, where you just basically mm-hmm. get your little messages coming in, and if you could reply even. You know, it, it could be useful, I think, and get real-time information about the stuff that you're looking at. Uh, but the flip side would be, you know, the big brother element of it. And, you know, we, we've been hearing about these social credit scores um, uh, recently, and it's it, apparently in Asia, and some parts of Asia, they're doing it already, and it's creepy. Mm. It is very creepy. And yeah. I don't think I want people to, to know that much about me, A eh? and mm-hmm. secondly, to, uh, to use that in any kind of uh, mm-hmm. restrictive way.
1: Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't be readily available, right? It should be kind of contextual based. So that if I'm mm. if I'm at the bank, or if I'm talking to someone in relation to, I don't know, it could be even used for games, right? If you can see where what what level in a game you are, if we're playing the same game, and have a bit of a banter about it, you know, there's loads of
0: again great opportunities there, but it's um it's all a bit fictional you know? yeah we need to get the thing out and see what they actually do with it don't we i think there's been enough talking that uh, seems to be what's coming out of tim cook's mouth as well it's yeah. like enough of the the hoopla let's just get the thing out there there's going to be haters we know there's going to be haters you're never going to get everyone agreeing it's a, a great product from yeah. the get-go so it's a case of getting it out there
1: and there's also yeah exactly and there's also other companies right there's if they're not careful i mean samsung have been have been doing some great stuff in the consumer smartphones and tablets mm. for, for a few years now. You know, if,
0: if Apple don't hurry up, someone else will, I'm sure, will we'll get onto that. Mm. So the last couple of podcasts, we've very much been talking about the kind of the business behind YouTube and it seems to be going down really well. So I thought we'd carry on down that kind of route with what we're going to talk about today. And a couple of weeks ago, it's uh, I mentioned to you guys beforehand what we're going to be talking about. And a couple of weeks ago, Alex, you sent through a graph to me showing about a video whereby you switched out The thumbnail and titles of videos and something i want to talk to you patrick about as well and just see where we sit on this because it's a school of thought i mean i've talked to some creators who just say no i never change it what goes up stays up and also there's this whole debate it'd be lovely if youtube studio gave us the ability to a b which of course we can't so if we start say let you start alex talking about the graph that you sent me and what you saw happened after you changed the Mm -hmm. the thumb and title on the video
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, First of all, it doesn't always work, right? It's one of those things that I do pretty much, as soon as I I notice a a downward trend that the video is not doing as well as I expected or, uh, you know, I can see the CTR is low, you know, there's signs in there that tells the creator (coughs) you need to change something here, right? Because even if if the content is great but it's not searchable enough or people are not clicking on it because there's something not not popping enough in in the thumbnail, then it prompts me to, to make a change. And uh, pretty mm-hmm. much every single video that's out there on my channel right now, the, the original thumbnail is no longer the one that's there now. Um, but that one was, a, was an interesting one because I picked up... I mean, I usually leave it like two, three hours and I'd say, don't, don't change it immediately because you never know, right? YouTube needs to gather some data from, from your current subscribers. But i say after two hours, if it's like super low, like below 10%, I, I normally change because I go either the title or the thumb or both. And uh, yeah, and, and in that case, it was almost like an immediate, no, I changed, I left for an hour. And I also, and I think that's kind of important to, uh, to note that in that example that I shared, mm. I actually went on the community tab as well and shared a link to the video in there. So I think that prompted people, my current subscribers to, to watch to and I can it. see where this, the, the views came from. But mm-hmm. then immediately after that, the external view or kind of the, the browser, what's it called? Um, whatever YouTube says it on the, on the channel page, for example. Browser, browser features, I think it's called.
0: That yeah, went right up, on here.
1: Yeah, almost browse features, Immediately yeah. after my community, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of helps, you know, that combination of title, thumbnail and getting the community on board um, helps. Because after mm-hmm. then, that's the video, I think that got 200,000 views now. that That's the one that immediately started. To really, later. really
0: poorly. Mm-hmm. And Patrick, what about you? How how do you go? I mean, also, when do you think of your title and thumb? Because when I came out to see you, I know you said a lot of the time your thumbs come as a still from the video that you're shooting, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, you know, at several points in my uh, YouTube career, if you will, I've be, I've considered, uh, you know, finally starting to spend time on my uh, on my thumbnails and making them first, and then the video, etc. And there's people that do it, and they do it quite well. We were just uh, before the show we were talking about. Uh, this is E, the channel. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a very good uh, thumbnail creator. I think one of the best in the game, to be honest. And uh, I'm sure that he does them before the video. They look amazing every single time. Um, mine are usually, I, f- I forget, to be honest. So, what <laughs> happens is I, I grab um, a screen. Uh, I do spend a lot of time uh, filming uh, good B roll. So, I, I generally have at least one or two good images out of the, the 4K footage. Uh, you know, it's crispy enough to, to grab a screen throw it into Canva and play with it a bit. Uh, but it's usually 15 minutes, if not less. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely one of my weaknesses. Um, titles? It, you know, regarding t- uh, titles, I, I, I do think of them before. Yeah. Those are, I, th- I think of them before I have one or two usually. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're sponsored, of course, it's a bit less flexible. But um, generally speaking, I have a one or two. I try to be a bit provocative. Sometimes I I, I use clickbait. Um, you know, I I have very I'm very. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people have issues with it. I don't. As long as you follow up, right? Don't lie in your yeah. title. But um, I do. Use clickbait uh, in the sense that I just you know use an enti- enticing title about switching or <laughs> I'm looking at Alex now. Switching has been a bit of an insider joke <laughs> recently. Yeah, but um, as long as you, as long as you follow up with the, because people say, and "Oh, you you're, do it, you're, yeah. you're yeah. yeah, your titles are clickbait." Well, they're not because people keep watching until the end of the video, and so uh, obviously they they got what they came for. You know, they're not clickbait. They're just I can't call a review. This is my review of product X because it's boring and nobody will click on it and there's a million of those titles. Mm. So you have to differentiate yeah. differentiate yourself a little in the title and then follow up with
0: good content. And if you do that, I think Absolutely. it's not clickbait. Do you guys yeah. I have, your, I feel... so I was just gonna say do you, do you guys bring yeah. your titles into the first, I don't know, three minutes of your narrative on a video? That's something I was listening to a podcast this week and I said, that's quite a useful trick. You know, if you don't (coughs) repeat it verbatim, but if you've got something in the title, then the first intro to hook in on that hook, just kind of allude to what the title was. Is that something you guys do?
1: Yeah, for me, not so much the title, but the product I'm talking about that will will be in the title. I mentioned that several times to a point where I find it repetitive, but Mm -hmm. I've heard that, that as well, that if you at the very beginning of the video, the first 30 seconds, mentioned a couple of times the product name. Mm. That somehow helps SEO. Um, mm. I haven't mm. really, you know, I haven't matched that to a to a stat that I can say, yeah, this is when I started to do it, any it works, but I do it because I, I think it makes sense. I don't know, Patrick, if you're, you...
2: Know mm, no, I, not consciously anyway, but but I do have a formula, if you will, for my videos uh, for retention. You to share it? Um,
0: yeah, 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 I'm g- yeah,
2: going to get a notepad out. So, <laughs> no, no, it's uh, I didn't invent it. It's just uh, I think it's pretty standard. So, in the first, uh, my intros are well. So, I have two intros basically. I have the one before my uh, my little intro music, mm-hmm. and then I have the intro after the intro music. But the one before is just me saying, um, I don't know, like, okay, I just did one on a Bluetooth speaker, and I genuinely think it's the best one I've ever heard. So, I will say this is the best Bluetooth speaker I've ever heard. And um, if you think that's a lot of hyperbole, you're right, but it's justified. Let me explain why let's scramble. you know? So people know what this is going to be about. It's a little bit like Mm -hmm. still a little mysterious. Then the intro music, then I'll explain, okay, this is what we're going to talk about. This is the thing. Um, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And at the end of the video, I'm going to do this and then we'll get into it. And then throughout the video, and I know Alex does that too. Uh, I sometimes say, okay, so we're going to get to the sound test in a minute, but first this. But so before you, we do you that, keep yeah. people on the hook. Um, yeah. um, but it also, you know, it helps structure the video a little bit, so it's
0: not just, you know, a hodgepodge, but it, there's an actual structure. So this is something I wanted to bring up. Then, do you mm-hmm. think there's some kind of science to? creating the script and the flow. I mean, we all know you've got to get that hook in early and we know you've got very few, you know, 15, 30 seconds to keep that retention going. But do you think there is almost a formula? When when you guys are sitting down and and writing your scripts out, do you kind of think in a a, a structured way of what the content should be to drive people through the video? I I don't know, yeah. I
1: I don't know a little bit. Um, So I I share this with you, right, David? I think I I got that from another group that Mm. Patrick and I are in. Where it was, uh, you know, a few phrases that you can use as useful hooks, right? Mm. So, like, like Patrick just exemplify there. The, you know, before we talk about this thing, you know, let's cover this other thing. And you know, I have I found some amazing news about this feature. But before we get into that, you know, all these things that kind of raise interest. And yeah, I, I kind of spread that across the script. And and now I read it back and I go if I read something and I'm bored myself reading it, I, I try to kind of spice it up a little bit. Sometimes even in the edit, I will replace an entire scene with me going completely, you know, re- basically re-recording what I said in the a role, but in somewhere like sitting on the sofa or outside, just to kind of change the scene a little bit. And and, and that helps. I mean, that, that I have seen, since I started to do that, obviously it's a lot more, kind of a lot more uh, laborious. Uh, but it does work with people, just kind of. Oh, that's, that's something different, you know. Maybe I shouldn't click
0: off immediately. And I was, yeah, yeah. And I saw Patrick smile just a minute ago. It's, it's true. You kind of know when you're recording whether you're actually hitting it or not, don't you? you kind of know if you're talking crap or if you're actually delivering. If you're actually, in, if you, it's, it's like you just said that. If you're enjoying it, there's a chance that somebody else might enjoy it. It just works. I saw you smile when when Alex was talking there, but it's true, isn't it, Patrick? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, that's very true. Um, for, so what I do when I write the script, uh, because otherwise it sounds like a, like, a, like a paper, like a research paper. Um, so I read I read it to myself. I basically say the words I want to say and I write them down. Um, so it, just to explain a little bit what I mean by that, uh, I recently started changing my scripts into articles for Medium, but it's, it's a lot of work. The reason for that is because, well, the way you write an article, is nice to read, but it sounds like like crap if you say it out loud. It doesn't sound like a person speaking. It's an Mm -hmm. article. Mm -hmm. But the way I do a script is uh, I even put in words like um, uh, anyway, you know, so to make it flow. And it's not necessarily, uh, I I don't necessarily read those words, but I put them in there so that it's actually what I would say. So I say the things and I write them down and then I reread them and then I say them out loud again. Mm. Um, but then still, when you record it and you watch it back, you can still think sometimes, that sounds kind of douchey. I need to cut that out. <laughs> or it's boring or it's uh, you know duplicating. Uh, so yeah, it's, um, I, I feel like I'm getting a little better at it. Uh, I don't need to cut as
0: much. But yeah, mm. it, it must flow and it must be uh, logical and it must sound uh, interesting. Because I'm guessing the content yeah, of the no. script is going to have a lot to do with retention, isn't it? If you're managing to keep people engaged mm. and wanting to watch and offering them something, and we all know that even a carrot dangling as well as another good, you know, I'll get to that mm. later. That's always another driver to try and push people through, isn't it? Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were chatting before the uh, the podcast, right? About one of my challenges this week has been to get a video out today. Um, and it was a sponsored video. And in that sponsored segment, the entire video sometimes, and you know, I don't do this for every single sponsor, but with some of them, I try to almost, you know, fit the video into the sponsor ad or make the ad part of the video, if you like, right? So it's like, uh, I might do a sound test or, um, you know, a, a camera quality test or something like that, but using the ad read as as that, as that section. Um, and this week, you know, that, that wasn't approved. You know, it was one of those things that you, you, you have to choose whether you share that with your sponsor or not. And in this case, I did. And it was just one of those things that it, it didn't work out, but I now have to almost redo, you know, it's not a half the video, but it's a, it's a big portion of the video because because he's trying you know, for, for retention, you know, in this case, I try to kind of keep it interested in, uh, keep it interesting. And, and that means there's an entire product in, the, in that video that I'm going to have to remove because I can't, you know, yeah. the, the ad doesn't make sense now. So... Um, w- yeah, it, Which there's, is, there's good and bad
0: of trying to keep retaining. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot more work, that's what I'm trying to say. And that's kind of, you're, you're good at this. You're a pro, because as you know, that I wanted to talk about it today. Oh, yeah. Also, the way to bring, <coughs> I haven't got to it yet, but to, to bring uh, sponsors' reads and ad reads into your videos naturally, because I presume they could very easily be a car crash. You're sitting there merely talking about the latest Samsung, and then boom, suddenly you're off talking about, I don't know, a headphone stand or you know, a phone case or something. Do you guys see that there's a, a big dip there with with people with retention? Depends.
2: It depends if it's uh, like I'll do a uh, um, uh, you know best Mac accessories or whatever. That was your recent product. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. Well, I it's up one there. of the recent ones. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so those are are good for uh, for product placement, um, and obviously I need to like the product, but. They, could, they can be sponsored depending on the product. So it makes sense then uh, to, to integrate them. And I don't really see any dips there because it makes sense. It fits in the rest of the video. But if I do a video on whatever and I have a, a I don't know, like a Squarespace ad or something like that. Yeah, people, uh, some people skip. Um, and if, uh, if there's a lot of views, then there's a lot of skips. <laughs> so you can definitely see a little dip, I don't use chapter markers anymore because I think it kills the video. Oh, really? Um, yeah, even though YouTube uh, started to make their own chapter markers mm. and they don't really make a lot of sense most of the time, mm. but mm. I don't generally do that uh, anymore. Um, but yeah, people
0: people skip uh, ads for sure. You well, know, you at, I, mean, I did find that um, as well. You were just saying that this week you had a sponsor that sort of said no. So presumably what happens, you, you record, the full video or just I assume not just their read and then you send them back the video for approval and in this instance they just said no we don't like it, it, there are no rules on this really I mean it, it's it's all about the, the pre before you sign
1: anything right this is things that you agree to uh, but in this it's, it's not it's not that they didn't approve it's just they didn't actually get back to me on time I had a right. you know, if I if I don't hear back on time that means you, you know you can't I, I can't take a risk and edit you know because I, I spend hours editing this video right so I mm. I could be editing this video over a bank holiday right now waiting for them to approve and that means risking not uploading at all this weekend so I'd rather mm. remove the mm. whole thing because they they haven't got back to me those you know they, they might as well approve it on Monday or
0: Tuesday but it would be too late but, so um, so, it, well, I, so you'll just put up an unsponsored video so it'd be the same video but just take but now you've obviously got yeah, to take re record yeah. the bits where you mentioned as as the sponsors.
1: I might squeeze. I mean, there's there's a queue of stuff that I have because of the, the issues that I've had here, right? Uh, I might squeeze something in there just that that don't re, that doesn't require approval, but it's not nice, right? It, it might feel like a break in the in, in the video, uh, so I don't know. I have to think about it, but <laughs> no, normally I would, um, yeah, like Patrick saying, right? It's it's if you if it, if it makes sense for the product to fit in whatever else that you're reviewing that video, then fantastic. But otherwise, I've I've seen it. Um, those, those dips, you know, I think Surfshark is a good example where it's really hard to integrate a VPN into a video that that I make. So, yeah. yeah in, in those videos, I see a huge
2: kind of, you can see a, a little downward <laughs> spike. And Even if you do integrate them, they are a, they're a tough sell because I don't know why, but mm. probably because most people already have one or they've tried one or they don't think they need one. There are so many of them. Um, and the thing is, it, there, there are ways to really integrate it. Like uh, I, I did a, a a best apps video once, and uh, one app was about you know going on on some public Wi-Fi and stuff like that. And then I was like, um, by the way, this next app is ideal for that because if you do need to log on to a lot of coffee shop Wi-Fi, you need a VPN. So it was it flowed perfectly. Mm. People skip it yeah. because they don't care about the, the product, to be honest.
1: Uh, for me, yeah, it, it only works when I wear a wig or I, made a, I make a double <laughs> of myself. And, and I stole those ideas. I, didn't, I haven't come up with these myself. These are Peter McKinnon, right? If you've seen it YouTube, you've probably seen one of his videos at least. Um, he's he's mm-hmm. a master of this, right? With his uh, Squarespace Pete. Um, so I totally stole that. And it, it definitely works. I have so many comments of people saying, I actually enjoyed the ad. I didn't even notice it was an ad. Um, so, <laughs> but, you know, as a sponsor, you're probably thinking, "Did I actually return any business?" Right. That's the other aspect of it. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I have to. It's a bit of a dark art right now. Whether you make it so entertaining that the ad is actually meaningless,
0: <laughs> it's not selling the product, or you know, you just do an ad read and keep the sponsor happy. I don't know. Because of course, it is a two-sided coin. You're trying to keep the paymaster happy and also keep the viewer and the audience happy, aren't you? You want it to be entertaining. You want them to come back and watch more of your videos. You don't want it just to be an advert channel, but equally the bills to pay, so it's it's a yeah. really fine line to cross. Yeah, one of our friends that uh, Patrick and I interviewed for our,
1: our other podcast uh, said this once. Said so something like, "Every time you, you do an ad, it's, it's almost like going to the bank and withdrawing money, right? So you're going to your audience, it taking uh, credibility. Uh, mm. So it's
2: yeah, you, you kind of asking
1: know. them to trust you that you've <laughs> used this product and you you actually you know genuinely like it, and you know it's it's a tricky one definitely
0: and whether you uh, i know we spoke a while back alex but i mean patrick if you if you're asked to do a completely sponsored video as opposed to just an ad read yeah. that's an entirely mm. at least again right
2: yeah i just did one just now i finished it uh yesterday i had a late late evening <laughs> <laughs> once again uh because they Usually with with those um, not all of them, but with a lot of the uh, the dedicated videos. So it's one product, one video for them. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, usually you you give them a draft and they check it. And in that case, actually enjoy or not enjoy, but I appreciate the fact that they um, check it because every now and then it's a new product. So there's no other videos you can reference to. You only have a little um, a little guide about the features and stuff. So it's very easy. To, uh, to make a little mistake about a feature or to misspeak on something. Um, so in this case also I got an email back saying uh, there's two points in the video. there's a little a little error where I set the type number wrong. And then the other one was uh, please don't mention that because the product does this and it might conflict with it might um, confuse the viewer. So I took it out and I corrected the other one. And now the video, they didn't require me to send it back. They just said fix that and, and it's good to go. So to me, that's perfect. But um, uh, what was the original question again about these videos? Well, well the, how uh, different
0: is how keen you are to take on a fully sponsored oh, video hmm. as opposed to just so doing it, like it, it, a video?
2: Yeah, I mean, um, in this case, I really like these products. Uh, it's, it's. I, I think I well, let's not say what it is. I you know I don't want to be in breach of anything, but it's a product that I actually really think is great. It's really good. Um, it's yeah, it's a good product. So I have no problem making this video, uh, except for the fact that it's most likely not going to bring me in a lot of views. Um, you know, if it's not an iPhone or a Mac or something that's related to it very directly, uh, you know, exceptions here and there, but mostly, you know, it's not going to bring a lot of views compared mm-hmm. to your core, uh, content. So I do these videos because I finance my other videos. You know, we have to make money uh, somehow. Um, and these dedicated videos, they tend to bring in a bit more money than uh, a little ad read. So I do these videos. Um, maybe the majority of my audience doesn't want to see it and that, you know, that it's their right. They don't have to click on it. Um, but it's those videos that enable me to make more videos that they do like uh, and, and finance them. So yeah, I don't have to that. ask my audience for money. I, I don't do that. I don't have any, um, you know, yeah, membership and anything like that, and
0: yeah. So this is the way I pay for uh, for for the other vids. So kind of leading on from there, I was just going to chat, sort of vaguely algorithmically. There was, I'm sure it was Sarah Dici that I first watched and talked about this. The idea of doing and it very much leads on from what you were just saying, actually, Patrick, with with the dedicated videos, <laughs> doing the, the one for me and the one for the algorithm, or the one for the channel. So if you're sitting down and say there's something you really really wanted to make a video on, but you figured. Mm, I I could tank but I'm really passionate on it do you go ahead and factor that into the production schedule or do you think no I've got to stay true to the algorithm or do you do it every I think that's what she said every fourth or fifth video she would do something that she okay she's at a level where she can afford to do it but do you think that's a, a truism that you know it's something that creators should think about
2: yeah I think so uh, I'm struggling with this right now because I said, I said yes to a lot of things um, for various reasons. And uh, it's great because, um, you know, it's growth and all that and the growth is expensive, so we need to somehow finance it. Um, but it means that I have a lot of commitments and a lot of deadlines, which, which is stressful, obviously, but, you know, that's part of the game. But it also means that there's a bunch of, uh, uh, of my core content that I really want to make that needs to wait. Uh, and so now I'm, I'm really, uh, trying to do this balancing act where I don't overload my audience with stuff they might not be that interested in. I don't make videos about crap or about Mm. stuff that I know they will hate, but there's this product like, like the the one I just told you about that, that I know that the majority of them will probably not be that interested in. Um, so now I, I need to think between this one and the next dedicated sponsored video I need to make sure that I have at least one or two videos that they will care about. Because the last thing I want is for them to think, why was I subscribed to this guy again? And then they just unsubscribe, you know, or, um, or the algorithm starts thinking that my viewers don't care about my, my videos because that's the other thing. You know, if they keep dishing those uh, videos out to my audience and they keep saying not interested, then they think that my channel isn't interesting anymore mm-hmm. to my viewers. And uh, I'm sure that has a, a negative effect on your, uh, yeah, uh, on the browse features and the and the, the um, what do you call it? Um, not the views, the impressions that you get. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think yeah. you need to balance that stuff out carefully. Well, you want to yeah. ask? I think
1: every every week I face the same battle. Um, I try to plan my content. I think Patrick as well. We will have kind of if I, if I look the next three months, I probably have content that I know for that week. I need to do a video about something. Uh, but, but, you know, I consciously decided not to talk about a single brand or a single thing. You know, so it's kind of, is a little bit too broad sometimes, I feel, my, my channel. right? And it is a shame because, you know, I've, I've got audiences there and you know, thousands of people subscribed for my Apple Watch Ultra that I guarantee will not be interested in my S23 videos uh, that I'm, I'm making right now. Equally, when mm. Apple launches a, a new product later this year. Those S23 people, that, that again, thousands of people subscribed for that content. I'm not going to want to watch a, a video about an Apple device. So it's, it's a tricky one. But um, I think in the long run, having that mixed, uh, you know, and as uh, Patrick saying balanced, you know, might actually work. I mean, I've, I've started to hear a lot of people saying, and, and I've been doing this almost subconsciously, but I've been hearing a lot of <laughs> these gurus talk about, right, of, of having... Pockets of content, or buckets of content, or whatever that people can come and choose. You know that 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 they have an option. That it's not just a a single thing that they come for your channel. But that I think will pay out later. Later in the game. Not right now. It just feels like like Patrick is saying. One week, I just know the video I am doing this week is about desk setup. I guarantee it will tank. But it's one of the videos that I really enjoy making. So it's probably the, the best type of video that I like making about
0: gear that I use. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. snap. I, I was That's just saying to my other half this morning, this week's video that I'm halfway through editing is a studio tour, and I feel a little bit grandiose, like me doing a studio tour. But I've actually got some nice kit around me now, and I just thought well, if people wanted to know how fun, it all comes yeah. together, so I just thought I, I'm probably going to, you know, get. Well, I was going to say my mum watching it, not true, she, <laughs> but it, it's kind of like you know, no one's going to watch it, I'm sure, because who wants to watch me on a studio tour <laughs> and to watch Marquez on the studio tour? But it's something I, when we speak about the scripts early on. I know that I was better on the reading this week because it was something I really, really enjoyed, and I've put it together. I built that thing, so it's just one I wanted to make. Where it will go, who knows? But yeah. mm. uh, I agree. I have a studio tour
2: coming up as well. I've, uh, it's been coming up since I've moved into this place, which has been, it's been a while now.
0: And it's a lovely studio. Um, my
2: uh, yeah, it is. And it's evolving, you know, and I'm super happy about it. Um, I did one uh, outgoing in my other one because I, when I was leaving the place, I was like, I still didn't do a studio tour. So I did one literally as as I was uh, about to move out. And surprisingly, it got 10,000 views. And, you know, 10,000 views isn't that much these days. But for that kind of video, I was surprised that it got even 10,000 views. The thing is with, mm-hmm. uh, with things like... Um, camera gear or studio tours, studio tours particularly, I think, so people that like to watch those are people like us that Mm -hmm. want to have some inspiration for their own studios. We don't have that audience, or at least I don't. Uh, So they don't watch my channel. And then uh, the other people that would watch it are people that are really invested in you as a channel. They've been following you for a long time and they want to have a peek behind the the, the curtains. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, so that's not uh, a huge audience. Uh, it's, mm. it's a small part of my subscribers and then me a, a few people that are interested in, in the, the type of video and that's it so it's not going to do well but that's a video that I really really want to make so oh, that's going to be a passion
0: project so all three of us kind of come together on that. although we're feared that it might not do very well it's the video we enjoy making also videos when someone you know when you guys bring them out I'll be sitting there watching and think, oh look at that bit of kitten because <clears> you know when I've been to both of your places I've looked around and thought oh that's useful that's useful I think from well, I stole, I think, half of your studio, Alex, when I came to see you one time, but there was even the little uh, was monitor that idea. I use. You know, th- that that was a great idea. The uh, teleprompter that you've got, Patrick, you know, I've got all of these things now. And it's all from talking and sharing ideas and mm. bounce around. You think, oh, that would really work, and that's a good idea. And the app that I use on, on the teleprompter, again, I think we all use the same one. But it's just those... Like, so watching these videos, to me, is really interesting. Where do you go mm. when you're creating... Can I, something i didn't mention to you actually but again it might fit with what we're talking about channel tags as opposed to video tags if you're making say a video that's outside of your norm would you change the channel tags to try and help the channel get found <laughs> patrick smiling
2: <I> <laughs> uh, somebody reminded me about channel tags the other day i went to check and they were uh very, very uh, irrelevant because I put them in there at the very beginning and uh, yeah. they had little to do with what I'm posting these days. So I made some changes. I made it very generic uh, iPhone, Apple, Samsung uh, mm-hmm. phones, whatever. I don't think they matter much right. at all, actually.
0: Same. Yeah. Uh, I never look at that. Uh, I did make, never make, change, make a change you know?
1: about a year ago. Yeah. Don't know. And
0: how about the, the, the actual yeah, video yeah. tags? Do you put much time and effort into those?
2: No, just yeah, I, still I'm do wasting my
0: time doing these things. Yeah. things. i spent ages no, trying no, to no. I,
2: I'm I'm undecided about channel tags. So people um, a lot of the gurus uh, Alex just mentioned they say they don't matter anymore and you know people uh, it's just like a backup for for YouTube to if they need to double check if you know what the video is about. I don't know. Um this is one of those uh, things that I just keep doing just in case, you know? Mm. I don't want to have no tags, same. and then find out that oh yeah, they were actually relevant. But I don't spend a lot of time on them either. I do the video, and as I do my description, uh, I go down and I just from the top of my head, I put a few tags, and that's it. How do you go about it, Alex? Hmm. Yeah, exactly
1: the same. I mean, the channel tags—they've been there for a while now, but they are they are quite generic. Um, I have revis- revisited <coughs> them because I think initially I actually put model numbers in there, so I removed those and kept it more kept it more generic. But the the video tags, I look at the top videos. I mean I don't, there's no there's no harm in saying right. We I look at the top viewing videos for that for that type of content and I literally copy them because mm. if they're doing well then I, I then yeah. add a few of my own. I add my channel name to all of my, my
0: yeah. tags. Mm. Don't know why I do that, but I'm Now I'll start I doing it. That, again, don't know why, but I'll start doing that as well.
1: Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and I think that's that's. It. I mean, I, the the one that annoys me is not a tag, it's a is a category. In tech, we don't really have a tech category, and it pisses me off, hmm. right? Because I I think every you know fashion, beauty, all this stuff, they have their own category,
0: and, and there's that channel. Is in this where you put the lifestyle in, think, it, uh, It's always that lifestyle one, isn't it? That we put in as a as a. Yeah, tag
2: you know, I, I put the. Uh, Science and technology is the one I use. I think that's the one you're yeah, supposed time. to use as tech channel. Which, which do you say? Yeah. Science, Science and technology. Right, right. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: but which, yeah, I mean, which is
1: not really, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not, I mean, there should be a consumer tech mm. in my view. There should be
2: yeah. like a consumer tech, tech
0: a category. category. It's a big enough category, isn't um, it?
2: Yeah. And I've seen, I mean, yeah, it would be, be, be like, like Neil deGrasse Tyson and, and us. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly.
0: So, so yeah, something yeah. else that really interests me, uh, I don't know how many other people it's going to interest, is the backing up procedure, archiving storage. And it's something again I think I was either listening to a podcast or it's something I was watching. Uh and it struck me I was keeping everything and it's no matter what size. Well first of all, how do you guys back up your NASs or how do you back up
1: NAS now, yeah? Yeah.
0: yeah they pretty secure the roll though. Yeah. And that's what I've got around to. I I sling away all of the project folders. I sling away all of the heavy um, effects and so on, the A-roll, even the finished video. And all I'm keeping now is any images I've shot and any B-roll shots. Mm. That's pretty much where you are. Interesting.
2: I stopped stopped, uh, collecting B-roll because the files are massive. And so even uh, my big NAS drive was filling up very quickly. I never uh, keep any um, uh, library files or anything like that. That I mean I, I I'm not about to re-edit a video. Mm. <clears throat> so basically, what I'm doing now is I, I ex- so I ex- export twice my videos. Once for um, YouTube, which is the um, um, Apple uh, 4K for Apple devices, because apparently that's uh, the one that is quickest in uh, in processing. And I I have to say it it really is. Um, and then mm. I um, export it once more in full 4K, um, the computer format I think it is. Uh, because it's a little bit better and, uh, you know, it's more universal. Uh, but that's all I keep. So all the B-roll footage, unless I know I'm going to use it again and I really need it, uh, I just get rid mm-hmm. of it. So when I need yeah, something I again, keep- I'll just cut the- it
0: from a previous video. Oh, I see. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Where are you at? Yeah, I keep a lot, a lot of my B-rolls because I, I overdo the B-rolls and, and I know that for my next video about something, and this is something I started doing maybe in, in the last year, where... I was like, oh, I wish I kept that, that footage, right? Because then I have to to reshoot it. But so I, even if I don't end up using every single thing I shot for for this video, I know for the next video I might use it, so I keep it. But I, what I'm I'm doing now is like a in in IT. I mean, that's probably the benefit of working in, in that industry for so long, right? There's a, a system called a father grandfather or something. So basically, as the as the backups get older, you replace the oldest with the newest. So you're not really keeping everything forever. But you're replacing the oldest with, with the new, so you're not. So maybe, yeah, you mm-hmm. kind of keep two years worth of of stuff, and um, that way you don't you don't need to kind of completely um, fill up everything for forever.
0: What size? Now but is I also it? have. I mean,
1: got, like huge. Uh, yeah, th- those things are so expensive. I've got two.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I got two two small ones. <clears throat> really, yeah. because uh, they were the first one was uh, was sponsored. Uh, I reached out to them and I said, can I do a video for you and you give me an ass? <laughs> <laughs> and the second one, uh, but then I didn't realize that the real cost is in the, in the actual storage drives. So the next, uh, the second one, uh, the second time around, they sponsored me again, but they, uh, they, they partnered up with Seagate and they sent me some, some drives too, which was great. So now I have, uh, I think, I don't know, 20 terabyte or something like that, um, which yeah. isn't, I guess too massive these that's days, huge but it's, huge, it's, it's enough.
0: No, it's Everything to do with video is just so big, isn't it? The storage is yeah, so especially
2: immense. if you want to create some redundancy, then it's definitely not that much. But mm. I, but I, that's why mm. I don't keep all the B roll because I've noticed that I really don't use it, and and every time I wanted something, I just I would just find my video and cut it out um, because yeah. it's good enough, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's. It was just a waste of my space. Uh, But then again, when you look at people like Matty Hapoya, Mm. who swears by keeping every single piece of footage, and he he does these amazing time lapses of uh, progression over 10 years, you know, that's a bunch of work. I'm sure he does. Um, But yeah, that's really cool. So that makes you think, should I? Should I I keep everything? (laughs) But no, I'm not going to.
1: It's the organization no. as well, right? So keep, keeping it is one thing, but then finding it later is, is, is another yeah. completely mm. different, right? So unless your folder structure is from the start properly set up, it's, it can be quite quite pointless to keep the files because you go, right, well, what is six, six seven eight nine point MOV? You know, what is that? <laughs> but if it's in a folder yeah. structure, that makes sense.
0: Then, uh, and really going through the weeds, where do you actually edit from? Do you edit from your desktops or from NASes or externals? During everything. that week no, when I actually on yeah, it? These,
2: I used to edit from a really fast uh, SSD. Mm -hmm. It was very fast at the time, but uh, since the M1 uh, MacBooks came out, the SSDs on those things are so so fast Mm -hmm. that I decided to just uh, buy a little more storage uh, than I usually do, and Mm -hmm. then uh, just edit from the hard drive. It's so fast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I prefer that.
0: It just stays Mm -hmm. all week. I do say the last. Yeah.
1: I'd say for the last yeah. five, six videos, it's on the hard drive. And then, again, same same system. You know, those five, six videos, once, once I'm done with them, they go to something like this. I just bought an extra one. So it's not completely archived yet, but it's easily accessible on that. Mm. And so pulling together to
0: here, some of the elements we're talking about, as in file size, storage, uploading, and also the algorithm. Just before we start recording, we were speaking to you, Alex, about your 8K videos that you've done and yeah. that kind of encompasses everything we've been talking about today a i imagine the file size must be freaking enormous how long do they take to yeah. upload <laughs> how do you upload AK? Well, yeah
1: well just for context right so the, the ak videos that i'm recording is that they're a smartphone ak so they're not really like coming out of a black magic you know camera or a red or anything like that i wish but they're still quite big. They're not, they actually, funny enough, they're not as big as my Sony camera which records 4K okay, yeah. video. So, because I'm recording 10-bit and I'm recording log, so I'm doing all sorts of things with it later with color grading. But, um, so yeah, the, 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 they are big enough though. I think I, I generated about 200 clips in a day. I just went to London for a couple of days. And I think it was, yeah, it was about 100, 100 gigs worth of mm. uh, files, kind of 10, mm. 15 clips, you know, you can't really, with 8K, they do kill your battery as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, the, the problem is, you know, is how do you get that footage out of your phone once it's, once it's there, right? With Apple, mm. you've only got one choice, really, with, which is using a cable um, because AirDrop wouldn't work. It's too big. I did the same with Apple, actually, a few months ago with um, ProRes. Yeah, 4K ProRes footage. Same thing, right? It, you know, it was really hard to get the footage out of the phone later. But uh, So that was the first yeah. challenge. With um, with the Samsung, uh, what I did and that is a combination of being being on a good five G network. So I've, I just literally come to the studio, let the phone sync to Google Cloud, and then download it from Google Cloud, and that that happens, yeah, in less than ten minutes. Um, but the, so that's kind of step one. Once you got through that, then it's the edit, which was actually a breeze. But exporting Final Cut Pro doesn't like eight K, so you have to buy. We have got a compressor, I think it is, which is 50 pounds on top to be able to export in <coughs> AK. And YouTube then processing it on YouTube is not, it's quite hidden. You have, have to go through a few Google documents to find out what the, the exact, there's a brand, kind of a banding between um, uh, the amount of bit rate that you have to be acceptable for, for them to process AK Fine. and even the aspect ratio. So I like to use two to one because 2 to 1, when people watch on their mobiles, which is pretty much 90% of, of the people, uh, on 2 to 1, they, see, they don't see any black bars on the side. On 16 by 9, they'll see the black bars on the side right, when they're watching it in landscape. Uh, but in 8K, you can't do 2 to 1. And I discovered that this week or last week. Have to be 16 by so, 9.
2: So um, when you say uh, Final Cut doesn't like 8K, is it all 8K or the 8K that came out of the phone?
1: It's not the you can edit ak no problem uh, It's the exporting in ak the, the exports in in a low bit rate to export in at the bitrate that youtube wants like which is a high bitrate i think it's between ah, 160 okay. and 220 you need to use compressor which is uh, i think is a con really because right? you know you pay a lot of money for a final cut so all yeah. i do is i still have <laughs> premiere pro and premiere pro is, is yeah you just tell what bitrate you want and it exports in that bit rate uh, without any uh, additional software, so yeah, that, that, that's. Um, I need to make a video about it because I was trying to find this myself. My, you know, and I know like people like Marquez, right? All his videos <laughs> are uploaded in 8K, I believe, and uh, people like iPhone do as well. But no one documents it. You know, there's no video about
0: exporting in 8K using Final Cut Pro. No, you should definitely make one about it because you've done a hard work. Is 8K somewhere you're going to? going to be a play? boring old video there. <laughs> and Patrick, do you think 8K's, would you, well, it's the hardware, isn't it? If you're going to get genuine 8K, is it going to be a, a, a big chunk of money? Uh,
2: you mean the camera?
0: Yeah. If you're going to shoot in 8K, is it something that you're thinking of? Or?
2: Yeah. No. I mean, the R5 has 8 uh, has uh, i I've never used it. I think once only to see what it looks like.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: I mean, it has 8K. It's not ideal for 8K. Um, yeah, they fixed most mm, of the overheating minutes. issues, but I'm I'm sure it, it will overheat at eight K and it's the files are just insanely large. There's no way. Mm. I mean you, I would fill up my memory card in, in minutes. So yeah. it's not something I uh, mm. I, I want to do. And also I don't really see the added value currently because it still in, gets compressed. Even 4K it? Gets, yeah. yeah, it gets compressed. Yeah, the TVs really badly, are not, so I
0: don't Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, even
2: if the TVs are I I wonder if YouTube's eight K looks like real 8k
0: when you when it gets to your your tv that's the thing it always yeah, makes me smile yeah. when people do sort of you know tests holding up microphones to speak or something but not only is, is it a poor way to try and relate audio but sure. equally by the time it goes through all of the compression any audio we hear is going to be so different yeah. to what's actually coming out i know it's good for the view because it makes you think you're kind of in the space you're listening to but you know we all got to realize it's a little bit of make-believe going on isn't it with the whole thing yeah
1: uh, what, what i have done for that for those videos and this is came from one of the comments in my original video that did really well uh, someone said can you upload the the original footage so we can have a pixel peep ourselves and i thought that was a good idea so i did that as well for for this video so I uploaded not everything but i just created a google folder and said right if you want to really have a look at what ak looks like coming out of the phone using you know without any any barriers of compression and tvs or whatever as you know the best possible way just download the original file but um yeah, there's not that many TVs or monitors that can do 8K. And you have to be, I was reading a lot about it, but you have to be at a certain distance as well for 8K to, to be accepted by your, by your eyes. So you mm-hmm. to see the, the eight, you know, that, that amount of pixels, you have to be quite away from the, from the screen. So it's not in every living room or every monitor that, that is going to make sense.
0: And sort of bringing everything together I was going to talk to about videos that we've enjoyed and video and performance of a when i was watching your new york video patrick really loved it that was i know you don't Thank do any vlog style which that was approaching but it, it was a really entertaining i mean you just kind of it was like a day out basically you kind of felt like you're tramping around new york yeah. city for a day which was really cool so presumably that was one that you just had on your board you wanted to do that falls into that category of it was one i wanted to make
2: that one's uh, it has its own category, I think, <laughs> because uh, it, it wasn't really a vlog either. It was more like a voiceover, I guess, because uh, I really am not a vlogger. I like my stuff scripted. I, I look awkward when I hold my phone up. You know, it's not my thing. Maybe one day, but not right now. Um, so in in New York, I just shot. Um, I I did think about what I wanted to shoot, but I just shot random footage, and I thought, you know, just do the the shoot whatever thing, and then toss it all into a big file and see later mm-hmm. what I'm going to use and how I'm going to string it together, probably by a voiceover, which happened to be uh, the way I went about it. But it's been, uh, so it was last August that I filmed all of that. And uh, I've been wanting to make it, but I thought, yeah, not now or later or whatever. And I ended up not making it until um, a couple of weeks ago, I did a, an update video on on the mini, the iPad mini, um, and I saw that it still got a lot of attention and I used some of that New York footage in that video and I asked people, if you want to see the full New York thing, let me know. And got a bunch of comments, oh, we, we really want to see the uh, the trip. Mm. So I thought, you know, well, just sit down for a day and, and just do it. And I did. And uh, it's doing all right, actually. It's getting some views. It's almost 50K. You saw Nando as right well, now. right? So, yeah, I met Fernando. It was really cool. yeah, so I owed it to him too, because he came all the way out to uh, to film some stuff with me, and uh, I just had to do it. it was it was just me being regular. Uh, yeah I,
0: really, really. I
2: procrastinated for almost a year
0: <laughs> And then, um with you, Alex, we're talking about your your eight k ones. You've had one that's performed a month ago, two hundred thousand. and then one from this week yeah. that s- seems to be sort of slow on the pickup. and why? you know there's such yeah, similar not- videos.
1: I think timing. I think is everything, right? So when I did the first one, it was almost I didn't plan it at all, but it was good timing. It was the week after I think the the, the phone was released. There was a lot of people still searching for it, and to see something like that, there was not many videos of that. But now there's, I think Peter Lingard did one. Uh, there's quite a few people already done AK. So if you're interested in this phone, you've likely seen some AK right, yeah. footage already on YouTube. So there's, I think there's an element of is not new anymore. It's not. Uh, there's no nothing. People have seen that stuff already. Mm-hmm. But also, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think this. It doesn't. The algorithm sometimes, you know, it doesn't <laughs> doesn't make uh, a lot of logical sense. I mean, it is exactly the same video. Uh, yeah. You know, by all, by everything Metrics, that, yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. I wanted really well. Even the title is yeah. the same. You know, the, the thumbnail is the same. Just,
0: yeah, it's all same all of the same mate, right? kind of an angle, not. isn't it? The whole thing, you know. It's yeah, that's the thing. It looks so yeah, similar. Like, I was just looking at it last up, night, yeah. thinking, "Why? Yeah. What's going on?" Yeah.
2: that's that's Short-time, that's the yeah. thing. I, I, I've experienced that too with. Uh, um, so I th- there's a couple of recurring things on my channel. One of them is best apps, and one of them is best accessories for whatever iPad, iPhone, whatever Mac, and the so. Some of the best accessories for iPad are doing really well, maybe 250,000 views or more even. Oh. And then I do the exact same video six months later with different products, obviously, but similar, very similar style, similar type of products, uh, even similar thumbnail, 10K, stuck. Yeah. So there's no way of predicting these things, you know? And uh, mm. so what Alex said, too, timing is everything. And uh, if you if you can, you can manage to make videos uh, right after a release or you, you're you unique, like the 8K thing, that's just like, it's a big, huge hit, but out, you can't really reproduce that. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I've seen some stuff like, um, stuff that don't do well initially, and I've done maybe two or three videos about best um, SSDs, funnily enough, we were talking about earlier. And it was only the last one I did, which, again, didn't start really well. I mean, for two months, it was like one of those like, less than 10K views but now it gets, mm. it's carrying the channel right now. It's, it's yeah. four or yeah. 5,000 views every 48 hours or whatever. And people are buying mm. that stuff, right? And, and it's just, I, I'm almost scared of making another one because that's now again, it's gone past 200,000 now. And I'm thinking mm. should, I should make another one, right? Cause it's just playing to the, to the algorithm, but I'm scared of hurting that one. Cause that one is just mm. ticking over. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. It's kind of said, yeah. you can say on the, the hand, exact
1: well. same
2: experience. With the SSDs, I did the exact yes. same thing, and it, it, it was also very slow, and then a, a long time ago, by the way, two, two, two and a half years, maybe. And then it's picked up, and it's one of my best performers, I think it's at half a million views now.
0: Well, I guess it's almost um, isn't it? Second. People are it, always it, going to want SSDs. It, it's,
2: it's, um, yeah, I'm, until they're out of date, of course, and the first video now is starting to be there. You know, mm. It's the, very, the the T5, I think, uh, that's getting a bit mm. old. But it, it's done well for a long, long time, and, and it is evergreen. And it also really helps your, uh, your affiliate uh, Amazon uh, <laughs> income yeah, go up I'm a little bit well. because those things are, yeah, yeah it, it, you really do notice. Um, um, but, but I just wanted to, uh, to, to really uh, come back to some of the stuff we said in the beginning about thumbnails mm. because that's the one reason why I'm not too keen on changing thumbnails. Uh, so I'm sure sometimes it can help, especially at the very start, you know, when a video is doing mm. poorly and you see that nobody's clicking and you, you change it to something really bright, then it, it might help. But for yeah. for the reason that sometimes a video just takes a month before it catches uh, the algorithm yeah. or the audience, if you will, and then it just yeah. goes off, even though the, the thumbnail has a, a very low yeah. click through, through rate or the, the title, you don't know if it's a thumbnail. Yeah. Um, so I don't, generally change them because it might pop off at any moment
0: yeah i guess that's Indeed. the thing not, yeah, not learned about patients. patients
1: yeah you just saying I and mean, yeah. some, some videos you know well, well there's not that many in my channel but there's one video that youtube that randomly picks this video that i did over 2 years ago is it's it's, is about airtag but i i don't know i was off on on one i didn't have a script you know back back then it's just a ramble and every single day thousands of people are watching that thing and like please stop is it's cringeworthy and it's you know it's one of those i want to hit <laughs> but but people are, are watching yeah. right so
0: and actually you just mentioned affiliates patrick because like, the, the nature of the video i'm putting out hopefully this weekend with the studio and there's a lot of stuff that i've either been sent or bought i've actually bothered to get the affiliate program going and, and you guys say that it does have a decent rub, mm. yeah
2: yeah, for sure. I mean, depends on the product. Uh, mm-hmm. So you, I've got my, uh, my Amazon thing set up. That's always a couple of hundred, I would say, uh, uh, you know, until it's December and then it might spike. Uh, but it's not something that will, uh, it, it's not massive income. It's always a little bit of extra. Yeah. But there are these products um, that if you, you you get a little affiliate deal with, uh, with uh, the, the brand, like mm-hmm. 10, 15% of the, of the sale. And the video does really well for some reason, like this little cable set that I really liked, you know? And I thought this, I didn't promise them a video. I, I promised them a little integration into another video. But then I thought, this is really cool. Why not make a little, you know, off the cuff video, six minutes of this little cable set right before Christmas, you know? Those are the best. And yeah. uh, it got crazy views, like 260,000 views for, for a set of cables and they sold like, like hotcakes. So that was a nice uh, little bit of, uh, of unforeseen income, for sure. And
0: Christmas as well. Uh, so yeah,
2: affiliates uh, it can definitely be worth it. I'd say, depending on <laughs> on the time uh, uh, time of year, mostly.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you find much the same, Alex. A nice little bit of sort of passive yeah. income in the background.
1: Not not to the level of Patrick. I have to say, you know, Patrick is is the king of affiliates. I've I've, I've kind of jumped on a few good ones. <laughs> I mean, the monitors. Uh, that I reviewed recently. So the gaming monitor is doing well, um, and the SSDs. I have to say, initially, I think the first in my first year there was only one thing doing well on my channel, which was cases. funnily enough, um, so mouse cases they sold like a lot through my channel, and I made a chunk <coughs> of chunk, more than AdSense ever paid me. You know, through uh, commissions on those sales. Yeah, but yeah, th- those things are very seasonal, and you know, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. There's a few, mm. a few things that. I'm hoping it will work. I mean, we're doing, I think Patrick and I are both working on on a gaming setup. Again, just destined to, to, to tank. But I'm I oh, yeah. to persist on that because <laughs> those, those things, you know, if they, if they you know, the brands um, kind of like the content and they, they start to invest in the channel, there's some really cool brands out there. Yeah. And again, there's more opportunities for um, th- those, another, yet one, more pockets of content, two, more affiliate uh, uh, opportunities.
0: And just before we yeah. um, sort of draw a line on it for, for this podcast, I was just going to chat about the benefit of Twitter. It seems to be, mm-hmm. A, as strong as ever at the moment. And I'm really finding the more effort you put into it, it's kind of building another community away from YouTube, isn't it? Um, and it seems, again, it's one of those things, the more you feed it, the more you play with it, the more you give to it, the more feedback you get yeah. from it equally being seen by brands and so on. So does Twitter sort of figure broadly speaking into both of your plans when you're sitting, working away on content of a week?
1: Go on, Patrick.
2: Well, um, for me, Twitter is a bit of a strange one. Uh, So first of all, I'm not that active on social media. Um, Twitter probably more than any of the other ones. Uh, I always have these plans of being more active on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. Well, not TikTok anymore, but Instagram. Um, you know, I've had this, you know, really got, I'm really. i going to do this strategy now. I'm going to grow there. And I still want to do that, but I don't have the time. And that's the last thing on my list, you know, so it never gets done. Twitter mm-hmm. to so, me, uh, it isn't really, I don't think it's really adding much to my channel other than sometimes it's easy to reach out to brands mm-hmm. via Twitter because that's where they are mm-hmm. sometimes, not yeah. always. Um, but to me, Twitter is more like a hangout. Most people that are in my feed are other creators. Uh, and it's like, for me, going on Twitter is like catching up on what my, my buddies are doing M- much more than yeah. anything else. It's not, I don't often post videos on there or I don't reach out to many people. It's just like uh, chatting and, uh, hey, wh- who else is editing late today? You know, mm, stuff mm, like that. Yeah, I,
1: I think I 100% agree with that. I think there's there's an element of, I go in there and I'm, I'm a, I can be a little bit extra silly. Uh, and there's a bit of a venting yeah. platform as well for me. Uh, but in, yeah. in our niche, and this doesn't happen in other niches, now. I've got like a, a business account for something else. I, I go to Twitter and it's almost like going to a completely different world in Twitter terms. But in, in the tech world, there's, there's a lot of um, bitching about, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I go in there just to, to see you know, who's fighting with who in the tech world. Um, <laughs> But I don't. I don't get involved. I tend to avoid all of that. I've, I have heavily filtered Twitter, so I can see only stuff that I care about and people I care about. Um, one of our uh, fellow creators, RJ, is the king of it. He's he does it on purpose, and and, I, and he works. I've tested his yeah. his method. You know, you go in there and you post something about an iPhone. In the old days, when you could say actually sent from Android, it was the best tweets from RJ or those like ditching <laughs> in the iPhone and then sent from my phone or or vice versa with the android and those stuff work but you know you you never know who's you know who's really signing up to follow you i mean if you follow going to my followers like who are these people you know and what Mm. why why are they here a lot of them are friends and people who you know who are in the same niche but a lot of people are just there because they are loyal to a certain brand and like to tweet that i've (laughs) where i made fun of someone else so it's kind of it can be divisive and get a lot of followers Mm. Um, but I'm not sure, like Patrick's saying, you know, what's the point
2: of that? What, what what are they adding to your um, arsenal? I also f- feel that Twitter is, can be a bit dangerous, um, because oh, to sure. me, like, if I had to, if I have to compare Twitter to a real life situation, I would say it's it's kind of a high school scenario, <laughs> yeah. where people it's yeah. a bit of a popularity contest, it's a bit of a pissing contest. Sometimes uh, I can say that, right? You say that, um, and. You know, it's it's like uh, I I get sucked into it sometimes. You know, I get uh, if if you catch me on a bad day, I can get really cynical on Twitter. Uh, sometimes borderline vulgar. You know, I've had I've had to delete a tweet or or two. Uh, and the issue there is that I don't really. It's not that I said stuff that I wouldn't say again, but I don't want brands to go and research me and then find tweets where I am being very cynical. You know, it's not uh, probably not what they want to be associated with so and we have to remember that we are online and we are building a brand and that's part of your brand so you you need to be careful and i'm mostly referencing myself now
1: no i'm on the same boat and actually when we were talking about thumbnails at the very beginning of this podcast right i'm consciously going back and going you know certain thumbnails did a a brilliant job for me to get views and as a small channel sometimes that's what you gotta do right and and almost crossed the line between clickbaity and, and, you know, vulgar or maybe obscene. I mean, it's not completely like there's no blood or someone killing each other in my thumbnails, but I said some stuff like, you no know, Apple, same shit. You know? mm, and that one, yeah. And it's like that pretty much closes the door for a lot of sponsors. Um, if I'm, if I'm kind of on the other side of the room, looking at, looking at my channel going, yeah, not sure this guy is something I want to be associating with. So I, it's definitely a, Something we got to be careful with online, um, and I, and I've actually gone back and changed a few thumbnails because, it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, as of a business, you've got to be careful day. with some of this stuff. Yeah. It's you know, it doesn't change how if you're going in the video, and it doesn't change how I felt or you know the stuff that I've, I said in there. I wouldn't change that, but that there's definitely subconsciously people might go, "Hang on, that's a bit, that's a bit too much or too risky, mm. right?" to mm. to get involved with this person mm. because. What what he said
0: so guys said. um i think we've we've covered a whole lot actually on this one it's been another interesting one uh so content wise what you guys hope to get out over the weekend well you're relying on a sponsor or maybe not alex
1: yeah no that's not gonna happen so i'm still um just think today i'll do probably another hour of recording a few b-roll shots i don't know if i can see for, for people pulling on the audio if, i'm sorry but on the video you see there's a desk there I'm pointing at. There's, let me just um, open it up. Hold on. <laughs> your full screen. There we go. Yeah. So that desk over there Yep. Uh, is a desk setup I'm working on for the M2 MacBook Air. Right. And then that desk over there, my son was Ooh, there, another earlier, one, is yeah. yep. gaming, the gaming setup. And that's um I'm not gonna do anything on that today, but this weekend is, is about the M2 MacBook Air desk setup
0: and uh, I've lost the ability to find my other pictures now so at the moment you're carrying the screen for the moment oh there we go no okay it's by you, no, for the you moment, Alex I've, I've, I've lost all the ability to you're purely solo so Patrick <laughs> I'll bring you in solo I think I've lost the ability to get the three of us but anyway yeah what, what's going to be your, at me. what's going to be your <laughs> next video Patrick well
2: it's a little ironic uh, i told you i just finished the the sponsored video but that's um uh was a little bit of a misunderstanding because i thought it was uh, 10th of february or earlier and i'm pretty sure that's what it said but anyway all right uh it is the 10th so i know i can't post it this weekend um uh but i've been sitting on these pc parts now for more than a week and uh almost two and, and i've been not cheap, dying right? to build this thing but No, they're not cheap, but I have to film it, obviously. I can't just go and build the thing and then, oh, I need footage. So I had to wait. And now finally, the first uh, day in in two weeks, I think I have time. So I'm going to spend the next few hours uh, filming myself, unboxing
0: and hopefully (laughs) building this thing.
2: (laughs) The things (laughs) I can actually start using it.
0: The things we spend our days doing, Uh, yes. uh, You know, getting what have you been doing? I've just been looking at myself all day. Yeah, (laughs) It's the weirdest thing. So um, I think I'll get this one sorted then we'll get the uh, audio and the video out and it should be up for the weekend and guys thank you very much for joining me it looks like it's nice to- what's it like where you are today patrick it looks beautiful here but i'm looking at sound blankets i have no clue what it looks like <laughs> outside <laughs> oh yes yeah, so i very talking about plagiarizing ideas yes both of your sound blankets i always have those at my studio now as well and they were a good buy yeah. they really are a brilliant buy yeah, right. yeah, definitely. okay guys thank you Thanks, very much uh, indeed oh and yeah uh say podcast be out this weekend you know audio video, all that stuff. And check out Alex and Patrick for their latest videos as well. Guys, it's been brilliant chatting. Thank you. <laughs>